Good morning and welcome once again to InFocus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning from UT Health Northeast, the University of Texas Health Science Center at Tyler, Tim Ockren, Senior Vice President, Hospitals and Clinics, and John Moore, Manager of Marketing and Media Relations to talk about the big, big collaboration in the works right now between UT Health Northeast and UT MD Anderson, also known as the MD Anderson Cancer Center, based in Houston. Very exciting story, lots of important information we're going to be sharing today. Welcome, gentlemen. Great to have you with us. Good morning. How Thanks are you for having us. Okay, don't forget, don't, uh, don't forget, I should say, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus, and InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Of course, a uh, little over a week ago, the big story about this collaboration between UT Health Northeast and MD Anderson Cancer Center, and uh, it's not as though we didn't already have a lot going on here in Tyler. The Cancer Center at UT Health Northeast opened, and Tim, I believe you said about four years ago. That's correct. So it almost, in a way, seems like a logical progression from where we have been all along. But go ahead and tell us, just in general thumbnail form, either both of you in unison, if you like, maybe even throw in a little harmony, the collaboration with MD Anderson in regard to what changes are going to be coming to the UT Health Northeast Cancer Treatment and Prevention Center. Well, the 30 years ago, the University of Texas uh, actually had uh, started their cancer program, and mm -hmm. it's always been there. In about 2008, uh, the university system looked at East Texas and said that uh, uh, throughout the state, this was where cancer was the biggest problem. Uh, and as the university system looked at it, they said, well, we need to do something out at, at UT. And uh, MD Anderson at that time assisted and helped uh, from the standpoint of planning and, and growing that facility. Uh, and uh, today, uh, five years later, or our fifth year later, uh, we're, you know, 17% of uh, East Texans choose to uh, come out to UT. Uh, and so we've made a small little dent. Um, Texas ranks number 12 in the nation from the standpoint of cancer care. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the world's greatest cancer center in our state and we're 12th in the country mm -hmm. uh, our our boss uh, the uh, the chancellor of the ut system sort of looked at that and said uh we need to change that and he uh, decided to uh, put in a quantum leap that he wanted to see happen i remember this yeah and so he wanted the ut system all 15 uh, facilities all colleges and medical centers to make a difference and this is sort of one of those major steps forward to take uh, the collaboration that has always been there between MD Anderson and the facility here in Tyler, but to tear down all the barriers and make them a seamless aspect from the standpoint of a cancer patient in East Texas, that the care that's at MD Anderson is also uh, provided here in East Texas close to home. Sounds like just a major upgrade of what is already in place, if you want to put it in those terms. Just when you look at expertise, uh, MD Anderson, a, a facility of over 20,000 cancer workers all in one place, uh, a department of pathology that has 200 pathologists uh, with specializations in, in certain areas. And for an East Texas uh, person from the standpoint of having that dreaded aspect of having cancer and having that mm -hmm. world expert actually review their chart real time mm -hmm. this is not something where we box up slides and we get a report back you know two or three weeks later it's automatically on the system 
and for them to just actually look at it right at that time, real time. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, I know you sent out uh, quite a bit of information to us ahead of time, and one of the things included in that is MD Anderson's high rating as uh, presented by U.S. News and World Report, the magazine that reviews practically everything and everyone, and uh, they gave it a very, very high rating. Well, as it was mentioned uh, at the, the press conference, and Dr. Calhoun, Dr. Kirk Calhoun, who's our president, pointed this out. He said, you know, when you are joining with not only the number one cancer center in the United States, but in the world, it, I mean, that I think it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, not just in Houston, but uh, in several other countries, uh, Spain, Turkey, uh, what's the other one that I'm missing? Yeah. Um, there's lots of other, I believe it was... Um, and I, I don't have the stats the in front of me. Brazil. It was a number of other ones. Brazil, Brazil I think Israel. Uh, no, Israel we had is visit- a group that we, we, with, we with had, us. We uh, had visitors from Israel. I'm yeah. getting a. We have so many. They all they all collide in my mm-hmm. mind. But um, just on a on a personal note, and I want to share this because cancer is affecting my family right now. Yeah. And my family lives in Arkansas. So for my family to be able to come to Tyler from Arkansas instead of mm-hmm. going all the way to Houston, I mean. As Dr. Calhoun and Dr. DePino, who's the president of MD Anderson, said at the press conference, this is a day, the day that we announced, this is a day that is bringing hope to patients and their families. That's what this day is about. And um, I I don't know anyone who's listening right now who hasn't been touched by cancer. I'm sure Mm -hmm. every single person has. And so Mm -hmm. this this is about the patient, and it's, as we said that day, this is a big deal. Probably. Uh, Sorry to jump right back back in, but, you know, uh, statistically in America today, uh, 50% of all cancers are preventable. 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 Important So, uh, So from the standpoint of of, uh, one, it's one thing to be diagnosed with cancer and then say, where where do I need to go? Who can help me? Who's going to walk alongside with me? But to have that other aspect of, of somebody focused on making sure the cancer doesn't even happen to you. And that's really that that goal. That's the gauntlet goal that's uh, that's been thrown down. Mm-hmm. And I know that MD Anderson is going to bring a ton of expertise in that area, along with what you already have on site. Uh, now, tell us about uh, first of all again, uh, John Sims on In Focus this morning, talking to Tim Ockren, Senior Vice President, Hospitals and Clinics at UT Health Northeast, along with John Moore, Manager of Marketing and Media Relations for UT Health Northeast, talking about the big new collaboration between MD Anderson Cancer Center and UT Health Northeast. Cancer in our region. This is going to ring a familiar your bell to folks that were listening last summer when we had Dr. Paul McGehey from UT Health Northeast on the air talking about the survey, the health survey that's going on right now. If you can tell us a little bit about cancer in our region, talk about the number of smokers and the impact of tobacco as a way of emphasizing how important this facility is going to be right here in Northeast Texas. Well, unfortunately, we have some pretty bad habits here. This is the South. This is Texas. We like chicken fried steak. I do. Unfor- yeah, I, <laughs> think, I, I, do I think we all do. Unfortunately, we like it a little too much. Yeah. Um, we Tobacco use, all kinds of tobacco use, including e-cigarettes, mm-hmm. is very, very high here. And Tim mentioned things that are preventable. That's the number one preventable thing from what I am told by the experts is don't use tobacco. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you you have a lot of folks. It, it's passed down from generation to generation. We work outside. We, we Some of us farm. We have cattle. And it's just a habit that we pick up to do while we're out working. And that's something that we've got to do to educate people to, to stop that. 
Mm-hmm. One of the one of the MD Anderson facts that uh, we just had a, a cancer uh, conference uh, a, a few weeks ago on our campus, and they brought a lot of different statistics. And one of those was for smokers that never smoke until after they're 21. The likelihood that they'll then stop in their life is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But for smokers that start prior to the age of 17 the likelihood that they'll stop smoking in their lifetime is very limited. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't write down the actual numbers for that, but that was startling to mm-hmm. me from yeah. the standpoint of how that, uh, how that happens. So how many, cancer, yeah, how many cancer cases are there in our region? How many people are dying of cancer here in Northeast Texas? The, the, we'll, we'll just talk about new cancer cases at present time. We opened our facility back in 2010, uh, and at that time, there were roughly 3,800 new cancer cases a year in East Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past year, we went over 8,000 new cases wow. with the idea that in a, another year or two, there'll be 10,000 new cases. One of the things that uh, is uh, near and dear to my heart is that we have over 85,000 East Texans that are cancer survivors. Hmm. And the question is, what are we doing to take care of them? Uh, because another statistic that um, the colleagues at MD Anderson have uh, pointed out is that there's a likelihood once you have one that you may have another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that number ch- goes anywhere from 25 to 50 percent uh, subject to the previous type of cancer. And so part of the partnership between the two is how to take care of survivors. Uh, and. Uh, and like, I, like we talked about earlier, MD Anderson, as a cancer center, 75-year history was if you got cancer, that's where you went. And the partnership is really just to allow them to go into the community, come into East Texas, and how do we prevent those things? How do we take care of people? How do we take care of people that have had cancer, have been told five years later they're cancer-free, and how do we make sure that they don't have to experience cancer ever again? Mm -hmm. About 50% of the patients diagnosed with cancer, you tell us, are leaving Northeast Texas to go elsewhere for care, Um, at the risk of stating the obvious, because you can probably give us some very uh, uh, specific information, maybe a little bit of an insight into how this collaboration will change that, in your opinion. Obviously, you're shooting for a lot more people staying here in the region. How do you see that working out? Well, you know, one of the, probably the main thing uh, years ago when we decided that we needed a cancer center uh, to expand the cancer center at UT was that for every 200 cancer uh, patients, there was only one provider. There was Mm -hmm. only one physician to be seen in East Texas. Uh, In Dallas or Houston, we're talking 40 to 1 or 25 to 1 uh, in those two cities. So. So from the standpoint of uh, you're more likely to get a dental appointment than you are an oncology appointment just because uh, the the providers in East Texas, throughout East Texas, not just at our campus, but at all other facilities, there's just not enough providers for Uh the the, uh, number of patients that are out there. So one of the things was to get the UT system behind to be able to to, uh, increase that number of providers uh, throughout uh, throughout the state and throughout the region. Okay. Uh, UT Health Northeast and MD Anderson, both part of the UT system. I think we kind of touched on this, but maybe if we could, again, get a little bit more insight. Uh, is, is this collaboration, in fact, new, or do you see it as more a matter of building on that existing collaboration? Uh, I, sort of, uh, I sort of look at it as brothers and sisters, you know. I think yeah. that we've all gone our way. Uh, we've, we've left the nest. Uh, there's 15 institutions. Uh, 
six medical facilities and, and uh, nine university uh, systems or, or university uh, institutions across the state. Mm-hmm. Here in Tyler, we are very fortunate because we both have a university and a medical center together. Yeah. Uh, the uh, chancellor has... Uh, you know, pulled out that quantum leap that he wants us to work together. He wants to tear down all the issues of why can't you work together? And it's sort of, uh, um, it's, that's a, that's a tough thing. It's like, well, my brother's my brother. I don't have to, but, uh, you know, the, the chancellor has said that should be transparent. You should all be looking, you know, looking at the issue. What is the mission? Uh, and, uh, why don't you use the expertise of both, both and all institutions to move mm-hmm. that forward? Yeah. You keep going back to Chancellor McRaven's really charge, the quantum leap charge from right after he came into office. And, uh, that it, it uh, I think it behooves us to remember that that's a key building block in all of this. The fact that he's not only behind it, but that he's pushing it. That is his vision. That is what he's, that you're going to do because he said, do it. Yeah. The, you know, it's sort of the, the two different things that we have are moonshots and quantum leaps those things that seem impossible at the moment that they're they're asked to do yeah and uh you know the issue is they're not impossible you know that's what we need to do and Mm -hmm. uh so um don't have the answers now but we're working towards the goal Mm, uh, versus um just going through the motions tim mentioned the uh the cancer conference that we recently had and right. Dr. Joxel Garcia from MD Anderson mm-hmm. who is one of the leaders of the Moonshots program which was is under the direction of currently of Vice President Joe Biden uh, President Obama had asked that we do the same type of thing with cancer that President Kennedy called for with putting a man on the moon right and that is finding a cure for cancer and it was exciting during our press conference when we announced the uh, collaboration with MD Anderson Dr. Calhoun our president pointed out that our campus will be involved in the Moonshots program. Okay, very good. Uh, Another little tidbit of good news along with all the other good news we're sharing this morning as we visit on In Focus. I'm John Sims with Tim Ockren, Senior Vice President, Hospitals and Clinics at UT Health Northeast, and John Moore, Manager of Marketing and Media Relations at UT Health Northeast, talking about the big collaboration between UT Health Northeast and recently announced and MD Anderson. Now, as far as what each institution brings to this new partnership, obviously a lot. But um, if we can look at it in terms of maybe several different areas, clinical, research, and other teams, how they're going to be interwoven. Uh, I know a lot of this is going to be done electronically. Is there going to be more of a physical presence of MD Anderson personnel at the UT Health Northeast campus? Uh, And you probably don't have it all figured out yet, but what generally is all this going to look like? Yeah, there's actually a a group of uh, core shared faculty. Uh, Faculty at, uh, at MD Anderson is now part of ours and vice versa. Uh, so that uh, there is that back and forth at 213 miles from 1515 Holcomb to the, our front door and, and that, uh, that drive back and forth uh, between, between the areas. And, and really when we start to look at it, uh, uh, Dr. Garcia threw out an aspect about uh, we have our Institute of Healthy Aging on our campus. Right. And uh, which was a, a key point that he brought up that uh, – for uh, Americans that uh, become diabetic in their early 50s, mm. they have a much greater likelihood of, of getting pancreatic cancer. 
the uh, researchers at MD Anderson don't know why it is in your early 50s from 50 to 54 that that situation takes place but in our in our facility we have a long history of, of healthy aging and taking care of people making sure they don't become diabetic sure and therefore that collaboration there is one of those things where we bring something to the table uh, to and also to them and how do we make sure that we, we take care of those patients uh, and, and eliminate those 50% of cancers in America today that are preventable? Mm-hmm. It's important, I think, to bring up, uh, when you look at the MD Anderson Cancer Center logo, the word cancer is crossed out to where you can still see it, but the point is obvious. And making cancer history, that can almost be taken as a pun, but you literally do want to make cancer a thing of the past. That uh, is really one of the keys right there. Our team, uh, you know, we have a lot of past alumni and uh, folks that were trained at Anderson and, and a lot of us were there before the red line went mm-hmm. through the name and and it was that thing that we were all used to uh, getting that phone call my mom has cancer or my my brother has cancer my child has cancer my dad has cancer and and most of us would say well you need to get to Houston I know who you should go see and off you went to to, uh, mm-hmm. to Houston to get taken care of I thought it was a, a very uh, amazing thing years ago when they put that line through it because it wasn't more than just a facility that t- took care of people with cancer but they wanted to get into that prevention aspect of cancer and making sure that we took care of cancer patients beyond that onslaught aspect of, of those times with cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as what the new partnership means for cancer patients and how things will be different for them, I, that's pretty much all we've talked about during the show so mm-hmm. far. Are there are any other specific points, things that come to mind immediately that maybe we haven't already covered that uh, will make this obviously the uh, opportunity to come to Tyler instead of traveling all the way to Houston is a big advantage. Anything else you want to share on well, that? Well, our institution has been known worldwide for many, many years years in in lung disease Uh, our facility Hmm. was created uh, almost 75 years ago about 71 years ago uh, through the state Uh, we we always talked about that it was a tuberculosis you know was a leading killer in in the world back in 1900 Mm -hmm. Uh, tuberculosis is now something that still happens uh, but not at an epidemic level. And so we have a great expertise of, of folks that have been studying and working on lung disease for all these years. And one of the collaborations right now is there's a new drug that helps, uh, um, for lack of uh, scientific terms, helps, helps make your lung function better. With the, the drug is called Scupa. <laughs> And, and right now with MD Anderson, we're looking at how do we t- use that in radiation patients from the standpoint of actually helping to do their lung uh, regeneration or, or function if scoop is going to work. So that is a, 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 um, a collaboration between the two institutions that we have this new uh, experimental drug that's actually going through uh, clinical trials with patients that almost will have a major impact possibly with for cancer patients mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, well, the obvious thing that comes to mind is lung cancer. We've talked about smoking, so obviously it all ties in. And it also leads into the next point about research and clinical trials for cancer patients. Over the years, more and more and more, Mr. Moore and um, some of your other uh, media colleagues have sent out a lot of information about grants that you've received for research and UT Health Northeast is just uh, 
come a light year in uh, that area, just since I moved to Tyler 25, 30 years ago. What about research and clinical trials for cancer patients? Will the new partnership with MD Anderson mean more options in those areas? And maybe a little bit about what, what exactly that'll look like as things appear right now. Well, I'll let Tim address the, the clinical side of this, but I will point out that you make a great point. We are sending out information all the time about grants we've received for different types of research. But under the Quantum Leap program, uh, as it was said the, at, the, at the press conference, there's going to be a, a lot of knocking down of the silos. You know, institutions would do work and then they would want to hang on to their work because mm-hmm. they worked very hard to, to make that happen. But what we're going to be doing with MD Anderson, and I think a lot of facilities in the country are probably going to work more toward this under the Moonshots program, the way I understand how it works, is we're going to share things. So yeah. It's, well, yeah, we figured this out. Here, see if you can build on that. Yeah, you know, one of the things that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, but the the University of Texas Health Science Center in Tyler is the only university medical center in East Texas. Yes, it is. And so, uh, and one of the things that we have focused on over the last uh, five years or so is taking our role within the community. Our, our role in the community is we are a university medical center, mm-hmm. and we need to act and be one versus not knowing what we really are. And for that, you know, we need to to educate, we need to do cutting edge research, we need to be able to provide uh, techniques and things to the community. And so therefore that network is that we are uh, never have been and never will be, you know, come one, come all to our facility. We do have that open aspect, but we want you to be taking care close to home and okay. we want to actually be able to do that. So one of the, the aspects of this partnership is how do we take care of, and we mentioned already, those 85,000 cancer 85, survivors. 85,000. That's an amazing number. And, and they're spread out all over the, over the, uh, the, yeah. um, the, the, uh, the region. One of the interesting numbers was uh, talking with one of the groups, and they said, well, we don't see a lot of cancer patients. So we just did a real quick survey that week and found out that 15% of the, the patients that were coming in to that clinic on our campus, oh, yeah, I'm a cancer survivor, but they told me that it's been five, six years that I didn't need to worry about it anymore. Ah. And it's like, oh, they're one of the 85,000, and, and how, does the, how does that change some sure. things? So that's, that's probably there's, – there's already been for the last year uh, a grant between MD Anderson and the, the facility to okay. actually educate primary care doctors on being able to see the slight differences between a, a 50 or a 60-year-old uh, East Texan that has never had cancer versus that same individual that has had cancer. And what are those, those little, little things that, that are different between the two and how do you take care of that? And what are those signs and being able to uh, pick those things up sooner than later? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Ockren and John Moore from UT Health Northeast, our guests this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims talking about the collaboration between UT Health Northeast and the MD Anderson Cancer Center. Um, 2017 is the year that we've heard. That was mentioned at the news conference and in the news stories that we ran here. And uh, But let's get a little bit more specific. What is the timeline for the changes, and what are some of the first changes that we're going to notice here in East Texas? But to, to sort of go back in time, uh, this, past, this past April, we took a, a process that MD Anderson evaluated uh, as they would look at partners around the country and around the world. And we took a one-year process that they had and, and put it down to a single month which meant 
we had people on campus every day sort of auditing, looking, interviewing, going through everything that we do. Uh, and with that, uh, I got a 135-page report, uh, an evaluation of our mm. facility, which uh, was a little bit, uh, uh, you know, it, it weighed down my, my backpack that day. Uh, <laughs> but they told me, though, the previous, all, that was the smallest report that they had ever had done. Typically, they were around 300 pages, and they said that you're, you're we're pretty close to getting ready to go. The key thing that uh, we have begun and started now that the announcement has been made is the, the search uh, nationally and internationally right. for a cancer center director. Uh, and the issue is uh, what we're looking for, you, there's, you just don't get them off the rack. Uh, mm. It's that aspect of somebody's training and ability now to look at, uh, you know, because one of the first things we're going to ask them to do is make cancer history in East Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, and to step up. And then, by the way, we have a collaboration throughout the entire UT system, you know, from the standpoint of universities and medical centers, and to lead that charge in doing that. And as Dr. Garcia said at our, our cancer conference just a few weeks ago, is it's not only East Texas and Texas, but it's, it's, the, it's the world. Mm -hmm. Let's eliminate cancer in the world, and how do we do that? And as we look at our rural aspect in East Texas, we look more like the world. Mm -hmm. than the medical center in Houston. And so, therefore, that collaboration is going to be, be quite large. Uh, we go day by day to, to uh, start to work those, the collaboration aspect, meaning that our surgeons are now in constant talk with the surgeon at, a at Anderson's, okay. uh, pathologists, radiologists, so they have those huddles uh, on a daily basis now starting to go. What do we look for? What are those issues? What are you seeing? Uh, and so that it's not just uh, uh, putting the sign on the, on the wall and saying, you know, now we've been renamed. The issue is really taking the two cultures and putting them together mm -hmm. with the idea that we want to take care of cancer close to home, but we want to do it with the expertise of, the, of the, the top cancer program in the world. Okay, so basically what I'm hearing is it's already up and going, at least in a small way. You're going to build it piece by piece uh, at the right pace and in the right ways. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, September 1st or thereabouts, kind of a ballpark figure for when you'd like to have a medical director in place? That's correct. I mean, okay. I think that, uh, you know, it's as, as we've done uh, with uh, a search for a chancellor, for a vice chancellor, for a president of any of our, uh, our uh, universities. Uh, we're following that same format. So this mm -hmm. is not something that we just sort of are uh, putting an ad out there and seeing what happens. I mean, there is a, there is a committee and a search committee that is now uh, going after and looking for that director. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about regional. We've basically talked about Northeast Texas. John mentioned Arkansas. We're talking about Southeast Oklahoma, Southwest Arkansas, Northwest Louisiana, and Northeast Texas. It goes without saying, I would imagine, that uh, it's going to be a shorter difference, just so much more convenient for people uh, in that four-state area. Yeah. Our current patient right now uh, typically drives 70 miles one way to come to our campus uh, mm -hmm. okay. from throughout the region. We are 
Uh, in our, since we opened our doors, we have uh, over 190 different cities in Texas where patients have come from. Uh, yeah. 57 counties. You know, we're, we're in a region of, of around 27 counties. So we have patients from all over the state that come to our facility, as well as uh, in the first four years, 16 different states. Cancer patients have come in for uh, special treatments, special uh, opportunities that they would have uh, in our facility. Um, the uh, interesting thing is, I, I had a uh, we had a patient that uh, drove from uh, from Montgomery County uh, up to our place and said, "Well, I could have drove into the medical center in in Houston. It would take me an hour every day, and I'd have to learn how to park, and I'd have to figure it out. Yeah. I just like the I'll do the three hour drive to your place. I drive in, I get done, I go home, and you take care of me as a, as a family versus being healing, one of those large groups. Healing just feels better here, I think. Mm -hmm. is. <laughs> uh, we're, in the next five to ten years, and we only have about a minute or so, this show's gone fast and so much information has been shared. I really appreciate it. Uh, wh what are we going to be looking at maybe in the next five or ten years, just in thumbnail form? One of the, the aspects is that, uh, you know, the goal is that, and we don't know what the, the number will be, but that 80 to 90% of all patients, can we, can we have that MD Anderson experience right here on our facility? So okay. you'll see uh, uh, our 600-acre uh, facility with uh, uh, continued uh, growth. Uh, from the standpoint of uh, additional providers, additional buildings and services, okay. and new equipment and changing in that area. All right. Very good. Very interesting. As we close out the show, I just wanted to throw this in. It's really noteworthy that uh, Senator John Cornyn and Senator Ted Cruz both weighed in on this, and they're both very excited. And to have that kind of support on that level, just uh, it's a win-win situation for everybody. It, it's uh, when you partner with with MD Anderson and uh, with the folks that support them, and since, uh, like we said, this is a win-win both ways, uh, all of a sudden you have a whole series of uh, additional new friends that mm -hmm. uh, that uh, little, support you. A little, little bit like stone soup, gentlemen. Yeah. We're out of time. I wish we could talk a little bit longer. We're going to be talking some more about this. I can just see in my mind's eye more news releases from John Moore and the gang. So. Uh, uh, we're definitely going to be hearing more about this. But Tim Ockren, Senior Vice President, Hospitals and Clinics, UT Health Northeast. John Moore, Manager of Marketing and Media Relations at UT Health Northeast. Thanks so much for visiting today, talking about your new collaboration or building collaboration with MD Andrews and Cancer Center. Appreciate Thank you. you coming in. You Thank bet. you for having us. Yes. We appreciate your radio you station. You bet. You bet. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you again next week on In Focus.